Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hope everybody's doing fantastic. Hope you're feeling well. Want to kick things off on just a very happy holidays positive note by bringing in the bitchiest bitch I know, Jackie Schimmel. Haas. Stage name, Jackie Schimmel. Married name, Jackie Schimmel Haas. I love her. She is one of my, I'd say, dearest entertainment friends. You know, like a real bitch. Like, I trust her. She trusts me. We trust each other. I like her. It's no bullshit. Only giggles. I'm excited to bring her on. We did a little holiday swap. I went on the Bitch Bible and she came on mine. She came all over it. Literally, the episode is just just jizzed everywhere. I want to get right into it. Let's cut to the chase. Let's get some giggles. I hope you were able to maintain your sanity through the holiday. I love you. I miss you. I am ready to feel like we can catch our breath literally and physically, metaphorically, spiritually, emotionally in 2021. But let's let's get right into it. My girl, my boo, please welcome to the studio, Jackie Schimmel. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, the bitchiest, funniest, most badass Jewish chick I know, Jackie Schimmel Haas. Come on in. Hey, girl. How are you doing? Hey, girl. How you doing? Oh. Just, just wonderful. Just couldn't be better. <laughs> we are both in silk pajamas. No, you have a t-shirt on, but you have a very bougie robe. Like it looks plush. Oh, oh no, 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 no. This was no? purchased uh, 13 years ago at a Ross Dress for Less in the Central Coast. It was eleven yes. ninety nine. It has harbored so many deep, dark memories, so many bodily fluids, so yeah. much semen, it's got crunchy parts. We don't know what it is. I don't know if it's chicken bacata or semen. Yeah. And I just can't get rid of it because it's like, it's like a security binky type of a thing. It's disgusting. It's poly blend. But it looks Mazzoni. Like from this like kind of grainy Zoom video, it actually looks very Italian riche. So in my head, when I was 18 in, you know, community college and I bought said robe, that's why I gravitated towards it. I'm like, oh my God, is this a Poochie number? It's very Poochie. It's very Missoni. But then yeah. more recently, because I wear it all the time, people will message me and be like, is that a Vera Bradley? And I didn't know what Vera Bradley was until two months oh. ago. And unfortunately, oh, I know what it is now. And I'm upset. Okay, here's the deal about Vera Bradley. 
because I'm from the South, we eat, sleep and breathe Vera Bradley. Now, when I went to college and this is how I've always known, I've been three steps ahead on the fashion paving my own way look. Like I had cheetah print before anybody owned cheetah print. I remember everybody in college had the light pink, either like gingham or paisley, that swirl. Because now that I can see it, it's a little paisley, but those exact colors. They'd had the Vera Bradley bag and I'd come in with the cheetah print number. Back in 2005, it was tacky. But, you know, my look was tacky. But now everyone's like trying to cop the Heather McMahon look. Obviously. But I want you... I want you to know, no, I always knew. I was like, I just couldn't get behind Vera Bradley. I'm like, I don't understand what this is. Is it like Lily Pulitzer? Yes, but Lily Pulitzer is more like flamingos. A little more West Palm. Like Lily Pulitzer could be waspy, but also Lily Pulitzer has really bright, vibrant colors. Vera Bradley is always like a muted, like a muted pink with like a bad ribbon. Do you know what I mean? I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan either. I got to burn this shit. But every sorority girl would like look down on me because my weekend bag wasn't a Vera Bradley. I was like, listen, y'all are going to, y'all look tacky. That's all I know how to say, you know? See, I feel like LA was very juicy couture heavy. Mm, mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. I really felt that I was progressive because I refused to wear a backpack forever. Oh, what did you carry? Well, funny enough, (laughs) I had a Paul Frank bag in middle school. It was a mesh. It was net. Very fashion forward. And then in high school, I invested my bat mitzvah money into a Juicy Couture bowling bag. A leather bowling bag. You know what, Jackie? This is why I love and appreciate you because you're you're always looking to the future and you just knew. You saw everybody else was trying to be on trend, but really you were creating your own trends. 1000%. And did I, I mean, were my papers like a complete mishigas in the back, bottom of that bag? Yes. Was it functional? No. Did I feel like a low budge Serena Vanderwoods in? Yes, kind of. But we're better people today because we went through this hardship in our life. Yes. You know? Yes. I was really experimental with my, with my Lukes. And also yeah. like, my face was just, I was looking at pictures recently, like so inflamed and so rosacea clad, like thought I was a regular Giselle Bunch. And so like, I don't need makeup. I don't need, I didn't fuck with the heavy eyeliner and, and the lipstick. Like I was really all natural in the face and then right. giving Carrie Bradshaw on my emaciated, disgusting, like aardvark like figure at school. Like it was just, it was, it was very disconnected, but chutzpah for days. I really, really rocked a smoky eye that was not blended. I want you to imagine just like the really kind of crusty, icy white shadow. Hot. And then just like a like a dark on the brow. Yeah. And then no no sort of, you know, blending and then no eyebrow. So it kind of looked like I had just been at like a NASCAR race and there was just like dust on my face. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I got too close to the tracks. Yeah, yeah. That was like a hot girl look. I feel like that makeup <laughs> mixed with 16 spaghetti strap tank tops layered. Fuck it up. Fuck me up with like a low rise Frankie B jean and a sneaker. Like you're getting a hand job from that girl. Or a rocket dog platform, like oh, wedge yes. flip flop. Yes. Fuck me up. Oh my mm-hmm. God. With like a choker necklace, like some type of like a, a knockoff Tiffany charm. That girl's putting out. Not only is she putting out, but that's like, you know, you hear the song from Meg Thee Stallion, like Hot Girl Summer. I'm like, let's go back to 2002, like 
two. I'm in high school. I've got the choker. I've got the Abercrombie jeans that like, I didn't have a FUPA at the time, but like still like a little bit, you know, like it was still, it wasn't good. Like I was never, I've always been shaped like an apple and you know, I've got like the double bra strap. Cause I'm trying to like push whatever's there to Are my you throat. Trying, is it like a minimizer bra and then also yeah. a push up? Yeah. Yes. You got a combo platter that shit. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yep. And my rocket dogs and a tight necklace that's actually like leaving an indention mark on my thick neck. Losing, yeah, blood flow to the to the cerebral cortex. My unblended smoky eye, you know, the hair just, and I was kind of like a mousy brown. Like I hadn't really figured out highlights yet. Yeah. But I was thriving. I was thriving. I think we're going to spend a lot of time in our sheets, more time than you even thought you would. My favorite thing to do though is take a hot shower and then get in my beautiful, comfortable, delicious, yummy, fabulous, I'm not messing around, Brooklyn and sheets. Okay, and Brooklyn is a very cool company. It was started by Rich and Vicky and they tried to find beautiful home essentials that didn't cost an arm and a leg. Because trust and believe, when you start looking at how much sheets can cost, you're like, damn, what? What's that? And then they realized that once they found a Brooklinen, it was the first direct-to-consumer bedding company. So they worked directly with manufacturers to make luxury available directly to you without luxury-level markups. Okay? That is a big thing here. Brooklinen has a variety of sheets, colors, patterns, and materials to fit your needs and tastes. It has over 50,000 five-star reviews and counting. You know me. Sis loves a good review. I mean, I won't even try a new... Thai hotspot, unless I read a review on the Crab Rangoon. You feel me? So why not just take it from the the pros themselves, the interwebs? 50,000 people gave them five stars. You know, that's a good damn sheet right there. Also, all their bedding comes with a lifetime warranty. What sheets come with a lifetime warranty? I'll tell you what Brooklinen does. It is so much more than sheets, though. They've got comforters, pillows, towels, even loungewear and more. So you can buy sheets, bedding, and pillows all at once and save even more. Don't wait. Do something nice for yourself. Go to brooklinen.com and use promo code ABSOLUTELY to get 10% off your first order and free shipping. That's brooklinen.com and enter promo code ABSOLUTELY for 10% off your first order plus free shipping. brooklinen.com and use promo code ABSOLUTELY at checkout. How are you? Let's do a mental check-in. Where are you at? (laughs) Just be honest and real. (laughs) Well, currently I am tending to my COVID patient husband. I'm on day 10 of my nurse ratchet uh, caretaking skills. So I I was telling you this earlier. I'm at the point, you know, I started, I have a very, very small well of empathy. It's been, it's been dried out for years. Like I, it's a, re, we're on reserve fuel. We've always been mm-hmm. on reserve fuel to be totally honest. So empathy isn't really my strong suit and I'm not a natural like caretaker. When someone's sick, I'm like, don't be a pussy. That's my love language. Right. It's like a full reframe. You're breathing, you're living, you have your own guest room. There are people on ventilators, like buck up, buttercup. That's kind of like my right. my default setting. So at the beginning, because he was exposed by a family member of mine and I've been able to put myself in the same scenario, like if, if that had happened to me with one of his family members, I would bring it up every day for the rest <laughs> of his life. <laughs> like it would, it would be included in all conversations moving forward. I'd be like, Hey, could you get me a water? He'd be like, oh, give me a second. I'd be like, hey, remember when your relative gave me COVID and I could have died? I'll take a Fiji. Thank you. Like I would work it in all the time. Room temp, motherfucker. With a fucking lemon wedge. Okay, bye. And a plastic straw. So 
I've put myself in this situation. He's not held that above my head because he's a better person than I am. So at the beginning, I was like, okay, I've got this. I've got a chagrin and acrylic Jonathan Adler tray that I got for my wedding that I've never used. I'm going to cut those fucking tags. I'm going to be, I'm making him turmeric talks, you know, little, uh, what's it called? Tonics. I'm nurse ratchet. I'm wonderful. I am health, right. I am wellness. I am a supportive wife. Day five, started getting a little resentful. Cut to day 10 currently, like actually just mad at him that he has coronavirus. <laughs> From your relative, but you're still like, go fuck yourself. You put yourself in this situation. And, and like, he's like, you were there too. <laughs> if you took better care of your immune system <laughs> and ate healthier when you were in college and didn't rely on a rice cooker, maybe you would have, I don't know, stronger genealogy to be able to tackle this bitch like I did. <laughs> it's it's always their move. fault. <laughs> right. Always their fault. Yes. It's funny, like, Jeff, what I get pissed about is because I was a sick child, like I was a kid who always had the science infection, the drip in the back of the throat. Such My middle name should be post-nasal drip. It is what it is. I just, I've done so much research on the health and wellness. Like I know what I have to take to maintain a status quo of like, I'm going to get up out of bed today. But Jeff won't take the advice from me. It, it could literally be a crackhead on the corner. And if they were to tell him to take zinc, he would take it. But if I suggest it, he's like, you have no idea what you're talking about. And it's almost like a little bit misogynistic, but not. But also I'm like, I fucking hate you. I actually do the research. You want me to continue to suck your dick, but you won't take zinc? Bye. I'm done. I mean, that's that's really fair. It's fair to say. Right? You want me to put your penis in my mouth? And you're not going to take this itty bitty little zinc pill just to maybe spare you from a respiratory infection that could take you out, bitch. I have nothing left to give. This is over. It's a scam. I'm over it. You know what I mean? Some days I wake up and I'm like, you know what? I'm trying to reframe. I'm trying to be positive. Right. I'm like, I feel so lucky that I'm, I have a job and a home and a husband and my health. And then other days I'm like, I might light this bitch on fire. And we don't know. I think if you didn't have those dark thoughts, then you're the real psychopath. You know what I mean? Oh, like yes. Like if you're not standing outside in your, you know, the grass, just smoking a loose cig at like four o'clock on a Thursday, telling your entire family to go fuck themselves, then what really is, you know, I, I don't know. Then what is life? And what is wellness, by the way? I, I have a bone to pick with these women on Instagram or humans. I should say humans. I don't want to be alienating to my gender. But, you know, the faux philosophical words of encouragement and grace and, and you know, look for the little things and happiness is wherever I'm with mm -hmm. you. I want to get a brass golf club and drive to these fuckers' houses and I want to club them at the knees. I want to club them. I want to misery Kathy Bates, these fucking people with their living and uh -huh. their laughing and their loving because people are dying and losing jobs and crying. So shut the fuck up. You're miserable. Lean in. Don't show me a boomerang of your tinsel on your Christmas tree. Okay. I want to light your white Lexus SUV on full fire. It's always a white Lexus, by the way. It's always, always a motherfucking white Lexus. No shade. I'm, I, I think they're lovely cars. Okay. Very sustainable. Love it. It's always a bitch in a white Lexus. 
I said this for years. I said, I always know when my girlfriends are about to tell me that they're pregnant again or for the first time or whatever, they switch out their car to a white Lexus wow. SUV. Wow. Now, the irony of it is I got a new car this year and I wanted this Audi. And so I got the Audi Q5, but I got I, the only- Great car. I, I the, had that car. It's a great car. I love it. Yes. I wanted the hybrid because I'm thinking eventually I'll go like full electric. So I want to test it out. Well, the oh, only one that they have- I know. Me. I know. Michael Moore could never. <laughs> wow. <laughs> The irony of it is, though, I was like, I'll take whatever color you have. Like, is Michael, really is Michael Moore the reference? Is that, does that land, does that not work? Yeah. Yeah. No, it works. Or Al Gore, like Al Gore's oh, a big Al environmentalist. Gore. Al Gore, who's, yeah. is what I was thinking of. I mean, Michael Moore's doing like documentaries on like Columbine. You know what I mean? <laughs> right? Like, he's still, that's still groundbreaking. It's still yeah, slaps. That's still slaps. All right, here's the deal. My next sponsor is a Charleston born and bred Southern bad bitches over at Blender Bombs. Now, I showed them on my Instagram and y'all were like, Heather, we need a bigger explanation. What are these things? This looks amazing. Blender Bombs, I'm telling you what, are a nutrient-dense ball made up of nuts, seeds, and dates that you can throw in to the blender with all your other smoothie ingredients and it blends right up and boom, it makes your smoothie a meal replacement. Now, here's the deal. If you're like me and you've got all your smoothie accoutrements and some big fat fucking Tupperware in your pantry taking up a lot of room, you're not doing yourself a favor, okay? Get the blender bombs. You know, they've got like flax seeds and chia and all the yummy stuff, bee pollen, all these things that you know that you need, but half of it's in your fridge, half of it's in your pantry. All of it, though, can be in the blender bombs. Pop one of those in your smoothie, add a little, you know, maybe a little spinach, some veggies, some blueberries, a little almond milk and ice and bada bing, bada boom, you're cooking with gas. Now, here's a fun fact. They have this new thing called the bomb butter. All right. So, you know, I like to add like an almond butter or something like that in my smoothie, get a little fat, get a little something. Well, here's the thing. Their bomb butter, their smoothie butter, it tastes like a sugar cookie spread in a jar. It is so frigging good. And it's half the calories, half the fat, but double the fiber of your typical peanut butter. That's because it's made up of all the good stuff like flax, coconut, honey, and sea salt. And here's the deal. I really want people to start supporting small businesses through the holidays, through the new year. We've got to keep these places open. And I just love the chicks that run Blender Bombs. I think they're fucking amazing. These girls are hustlers and they work their asses off every day to make the absolute best products for their customers. I highly recommend their products and I know you guys will love them too. And if you're looking for a great gift, that person in your life who's trying to be healthy, trying to keep it right, keep it tight, send them some Blender Bombs. They're going to friggin' love it. Here's the deal. Head over to blenderbombs.com and use code absolutely at checkout for 20% off your first order. That's blenderbombs.com and code absolutely for 20% off your first order. I love these women. I will always support them. I think they're making amazing stuff. So holler at your girl and head over to blenderbombs.com. But I ended up getting a white Audi SUV and I literally, my sister, I ended up getting her car too. We have matching white Audi SUVs. And I was like, I am the person that I have been roasting in stand-up for five fucking years. No, you're That's not. That's me. No, you're I not. Get, why? Because it's not a Lexus? It's not a fucking Lexus. I feel like Audis are kind of more uh, unisex and utilitarian and kind of sporty, <laughs> <laughs> kind of fun, kind of edgy. Right. You could put the okay, racks on you. the top if you're feeling oh, like yeah, I got adventurous. A you got a rack. You're damn right you do. Yeah, you do. Panoramic sunroof. If oh, I want to like yeah. feel the w- wind in my hair, but it's it's just like I'm like I am that I'm that I'm that housewife. That's that's who I am. But you're better. I am better. You know, we're surviving. Yeah. I, I just I go through days of like okay, you know, knock on wood, I haven't gotten the COVID yet, so I'm like. 
I am woman, hear me roar. And then I'm like, do, I mean, this is going to sound so fucking ignorant, but it's like, do you need to get it at this point? Just so you can like move through, move past. No, I it doesn't know. sound ignorant because I was, by the way, wild crippling, like lost a kidney diarrhea when Andrew tested positive and you start right. like hallucinating all these symptoms. I literally, I don't know. If because I really do think I was hallucinating and maybe it was just from stress and fatigue at the beginning of this when I thought I too had it. I was looking at my blinds and I swear to God they were moving. Okay. <laughs> and I started free, like full like butterfly effect, like freaking the fuck out. I haven't seen that movie. Right. But I also think that that is applicable. That happened. Maybe. <laughs> then I go outside to take my dog to pee and bring the trash cans in. My neighbor has had one arm this entire quarantine. We don't know what happened. We didn't ask follow-up questions, okay? Okay. We just knew that one day Cheryl woke up and one of her arms was missing. Okay, I've been talking about it for months. And this is not, this isn't a bit, this isn't shtick. This has me questioning everything I thought I Everything. (laughs) Okay, so- it's been like a whole saga at our house because Andrew's like, we should have asked, like, we should bring, we should bring something like it's so weird. You know, what do you do when one day I threw Andrew's shoes into her yard because I thought it was funny and she comes to the front door. I, I love to do this. I like to make Andrew go to the neighbors and like retrieve his things from the yard. It just gives me a little chuckle in dark times. Okay. I love this. Andrew goes over to Cheryl's house and she comes to the door with his golden goose in tow. Okay. Just one distressed sneakers and yeah and 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 hands him the shoe but she's missing a fucking arm okay so ever since and Andrew froze he didn't know what to do he's like what do you how do you acknowledge someone that you've lived next door to for three years all of a sudden not having an arm so we were like we've been we've been having all of these feelings like what do we do right do we ask we don't we didn't we just let it ride so amidst the beginning the top of my covid scare I go outside and I see Cheryl in the garage and she's reaching up to grab something. And Heather, I'm not fucking joking. She had two arms. Okay. So I don't know if she's been doing a tuck-in job. I don't know if there was a tuck-in. Like maybe for months. Maybe she had a surgery. And maybe she was in a sling. And then she put a turtleneck over it. And maybe a vest over that. Because there was what I thought was a nub. Could she have a prosthetic now? Well, like a good prosthetic? So this is this is where I'm at. Because I thought, okay, oh, okay. You know, the holidays are here. Share Bear got a got an arm. Okay. That's great. <laughs> is, this, is this too dark for your show? No. Somebody found like her online like Elfster wish list. No, I'm here for it. Are you kidding me? Okay. I love it. Okay. I'm I'm just living in my truth. Like this is just what's yeah. happening with me. No, I think this is fantastic. So I know that it's her left arm because I, I've I've right. observed it from a distance. I know that that's the one that went bye-bye. Okay. Right. And I don't know if I was hallucinating out of my fatigue, COVID scare, whatever. The fingers were moving. Her fingers were moving. She gave me a limp wave. And granted, it was probably limp only because we have such a toxic relationship because I'm pretty sure she knows that I talk about her amputee status on multiple platforms just because right. it's <laughs> because it's just been an emotional saga for me. Right. Because I like just right. don't know how to, do, I don't know how to weather that story. Like, it's just awkward. It makes me uncomfortable. Instead of just like asking her about it, you just basically say like, hey, I'm going to talk about it publicly on my podcast. Instead on of my like, podcast, on Sirius XM, on Instagram, yeah. anywhere I can talk about it because I just need to like debrief. Like I just, I like yeah. things to be in little box. Like I need to know what's going on with everything. I don't do shades right. of gray. I don't like the unknown. I just need every, I need clarification across the board. 
And the fact yeah. that I don't know, was she uh, was she attacked by a wild animal? Like, what happened? Did right. she get a, did she get a, um, what is it called? Uh, a staph infection. Is she in, like, was it a part of some sort of gang violence? You know yes. what I mean? Because that's the thing. When it, when it comes to, like, suburbia, I'm like, this bitch is, she's pushing, you know, barrels of cocaine somewhere. And Maybe. then it was, like, retaliation because she didn't pay her debt or something. Maybe. Hold on, Jackie, one second. Mom, I am podcasting. Yes, you can put my clothes in the dryer. <laughs> you helpful bitch. <laughs> I love you. I'm sorry, Jackie. My mom does not think that I have a real job. She thinks this is just yeah. fun and fodder. Yes. It just comes in all the time. I'm like, I am paying for your new garage doors. Get the fuck out. I got to finish this. Maybe she's just trying <laughs> to get a cameo. She just wants to get a guest star. Truly. So continue. So we don't know what's happened. Now she has two arms and wiggly fingers. I said there was a tingy in the thingy. Tingles. Jazz hands. So what did you do when you got back in the house? Were you like, Andrew, like yelling at him while he's like, you know, in his room? Yeah, he was quarantined at this point. And I was like, Andrew, I have to tell you something. Holy fuck. And he's like, what? And I'm like, Cheryl has an arm. And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I saw her with a fucking arm. And he's like, no, you didn't. I'm like, yes, I did. He's like, are you okay? And now I, I haven't seen her since. And I just don't even know what's going on. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what's happening. I, I, I'm lost. Do you want me to like call her and see what's up? Just like an anonymous... Just an anonymous call. Yeah, just do like a survey. Like, hi, ma'am. Uh, age, date of birth. Uh, how yeah. many appendages? How many do you limbs? Have? <laughs> and are they are they attached or detached? Are they removable? Yeah. Oh, I love a crank call. Like, I'll call and just, yeah, just ask some very loose questions. Maybe I'm like a part of an insurance thing. Just for your insurance, we just need to update something on the uh, on you know on your record here. Do you have two arms? You know, do you have feeling in both arms? I'll ask. I don't mind. I'd I love really to. need you to do that for me because I, I I really was hallucinating that day. Like I was envisioning symptoms. I, I saw the blinds move. I, I was in such a heightened state of fear that I, I don't trust myself. Scary because I usually do. If you forgot to get a gift for somebody and you want to give them the gift that keeps on giving, which is no days wasted, then you got to get your DHM detox. It's the vitamin for people who like to enjoy their drinks. Hey, I mean, this should be routine by now. You should know what to do. Take two of the capsules after your first drink and it starts to get to work. So the next day, you basically don't have to worry about waking up feeling groggy, having the Sunday scaries, that anxiety running through your body because the DHM detox breaks down those pesky toxins in your body that make you feel like crap. Remember, holiday drinking season is upon us. So stay prepared for all of the festivities so you don't have to struggle through the next day. Know someone who would want to feel great this holiday season? Then get them DHM Detox. No Days Wasted offers a risk-free purchase. So if you don't love it, they will refund you on your first box. Honestly, it's a no-brainer. I've got you covered for 20% off your order and free shipping in the U.S. Just head over to nodayswasted.co slash absolutely and use promo code absolutely at checkout. That's nodayswasted.co slash absolutely for 20% off DHM Detox. If you want to feel refreshed, if you want to feel like you got a little pep in your step the next day after partying through the holidays, then check them out. Now, back to the podcast. I feel like I'm a level-headed person, but to what you're saying, being home so much gives you a level of paranoia. Like my home security situation is out of control. Yeah. We have 65 different cameras. I have now a dog camera in the kitchen. Like Big Brother, I have set up Big Brother to watch me and report back on how fucking paranoid I am. Wow. It's insane. Because now that I'm home, I sit and I look at like the Ring comments, the Nextdoor app. I look at the Citizen app and I'm just like, 
you know, it's like small petty crimes, but I basically am ready for war. Like I'm ready. Well, Come, you know, I dare you. You need this intel when you run for HOA president because McCann. That's true. Mc, I can't say it. I keep saying McCann. It's fine. McMahon, You're thinking of John McCain. I know. It's because two great politicians. McMahon can and she will. That's right. That's right. And Jackie, Jackie and I were talking on her podcast about about our slogans doing, you know, political slogans when we were in high school. And and what was yours, Jackie? Again, please refresh us. Um, this one's for the Jews listening. Uh, you'll always roll a gimmel when you vote for Jackie Schimmel. And that's on God, period. I, I love mean, that. It's it has withstood the test of time, as has my senior quote, which is a fake Helen Keller. Quote. Uh, what was mine? Oh, mine was live from New York. It's Saturday night because I, uh, I was like, I. That's great. Uh-huh. I feel like you told me that before. Mine was, even yeah. though I can't see or hear, I still love my life. <laughs> <laughs> and it was an inside joke with no one. Yeah. But you know what? That's why we're friends. That is why we're friends. Yes. Because a bitch gets it. Have, okay, can I just throw this out there? Have you, I don't know if it's just because everybody's had time to really sit around and just be offended this year. I think sometimes people listen to my podcast and forget that I do comedy. Right. Like, I think they put too much weight. On, like we were talking about earlier, like not being an influencer, like we were the anti-influencer. We were talking about this off, off camera. And it's like, sometimes people will now leave me messages and be like, hey, just so you know, I'm like, no, 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 no. This is comedy. This is not, I'm not, I'm not telling you about like, I don't know, biology. Like, I don't know what else to tell you, but this is comedy. Right, yeah. You know, do you get like new people tuning in and they're like, what? I, I mean, no. Listen, I've never co-hosted Good Morning America, so I. <laughs> I don't know why they had me on the Today Show. I literally told them, I was like, you know, I'm on the eight, like the 10 a.m. hour. I'm a like midnight kind of comic. Like, wait, I don't wait, know why. You did Good Morning America, didn't you? Or was it? No, I did the Today Show. Okay, that's wow. what I meant. Wow, Jackie. <laughs> really, really supportive friend. I'm really sorry. Um, no. But they're all the same to me. Maybe because you have that element of, of your career and your personality mm-hmm. where you can, you know, you're a, a Southern belle. You're a wholesome, uh, wonderful, gracious. <laughs> <laughs> Some people could see you as that. I don't. I think you're a raging cunt. And that's why I love yes. you. However, because you have that side to you, I understand why people would be like, wow, that's a little crude. I don't have those layers. I don't have the, the luxury of the layers. Um, I hear you. Okay. So... It's all bad. You know, it's all you're, offensive. You're a front facing cunt. You know what I mean? You're forward facing. You're just like, it is what it is. I'm not even going to try and put on like a little bit of a facade. It's just, I'm going to spill the tea and, and scorch you with it. I'm it's gonna, hot. Yeah. I'm not even going to spill it. I'm going to, I'm going to waterboard you <laughs> in it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So because, because it just is what it is so right. consistently all the time. And I do, you know, I get frictitious in the DMs. I, I I will tell people to Google it. Like, I'm not the person that's like, hey, thanks so much. You know, it is what it is. So I don't find that I get that as much. I used to never clap back, but now I've started. You Some of these, women, I, I literally had to send a woman a message, like, especially around the election. I was like, ma'am, I am not an influencer. I'm not a mommy blogger. Just because I have great taste and you want to know where my pajamas are from does not mean that I am solving the world's problems. I talk about, you know, my fucking inflamed eczema. Yes. I play pranks on my husband. I don't know what else to tell you. This is not, don't come here to find out like how to make a casserole. I can't. You know, 
I, I don't know what to tell you. It's exhausting and it's it's emotionally depleting. I have to tell you something. Last night, it's yeah. it's hard because you want to like everything. I think you probably agree with this. Everything I do is for self amusement. So absolutely, it is not catering to the masses. The curtains right. aren't closing. The lights are not coming on. And Jackie, <laughs> here she is. It's everything I do <laughs> is for me and my personal entertainment value. You know, I'm not a I'm not a performer. I'm not a comedian. I'm not a stand up. I'm not an actress. I'm just a raging asshole. Okay. Okay. And I've mm-hmm. somehow been able to monetize that. But I am what I am. And there is something so <laughs> so soul crushing when you're when you're just living your life, doing your thing and you get a DM. This is not a fucking joke. Someone asking mm-hmm. me, "Where'd you get those paper plates?" <laughs> And if I could jump through my phone into this woman's house and bitch slap her open handed with all my my ring hand, I would Mm -hmm. fucking do it because it is that is something that is so unnecessary and so wildly. Why don't you just tattoo on your fucking forehead? Unresourceful. (laughs) Because I can't even respond you at this point. Where did I get the paper plates? You, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm so like, I'm mad. Like I could, cr- I'm, I'm so fragile. I could start crying about it because it's so fucking stupid. And you're like, I opened your DM and there's all these other ones I could have opened. And now my day's ruined because I know that you don't know how to go to Gelson's and look in the paper goods aisle. It's a paper, you know what I mean? it's a paper, paper, it's a paper fucking plate. plate. What are you talking about? And it it enrages me. And then I have to Mm -hmm. like find my wellness within mind, body, no soul. Take a deep breath Mm -hmm. in and a deep breath out and like look inward. And what does that say about me that that makes me so angry? I always used to be the person like, you know what? They're having a bad day. And and this has bit me in the ass before. I am not very confrontational. And I think through my comedy, I've always been very self-deprecating because that's what brings me joy. Like you were saying, it's all self-amusement. But I've always been like, I'm the butt of the jokes. I'm, you know, that's just my thing. Yes. But recently when I get some of these fucking DMs, I've literally started clapping back at people like, are you, f- are, what planet are you fucking on? Not this one. Because why would you send this to another human being? You know what I mean? I don't give a fuck anymore. I have some advice. You know what I do sometimes at the beginning of the day is I'll type in my notes on my phone, Google it in all caps, and then I <laughs> copy it. And then I just paste it to everybody. Uh-huh. <laughs> Google it, Google it, Google it. Like there has to be a montage that is being created somewhere of people screenshotting my DMs, <laughs> asking them to just Google it <laughs> because it's a coffee. T- it's a coffee table book, but it's like yeah. a burn book of like all the people that you pissed off by being like, hey, uh, you know, Katie, Google it. Just Google it, bitch. Just Google it. It's so easy. I mean, that's it's mm-hmm. the way of the world. People are going to be mad at me. I'm sorry. I've been I'm day 14 of quarantine. How do you feel? You feel good? I feel other than good. the fact that you're like emotionally unstable right now, but other than that, physically you feel well. Well, we know that that's just, that's all the time. <laughs> yeah, truly, same. I feel good. I mean, I'm so happy that I was spared of the virus as of now. I feel healthy. I've I've been enjoying my solitude for the most part. I'm happy I still have a job. So I'm, I'm, I'm good, feeling good. You know, I don't love the holidays. Oh, I know, we don't like the holidays. I mean, listen, I feel like, We've had people in our life just dropping like flies. What particularly is triggering for you at the holidays? 
I know there's got to be that one thing. <sighs> well, obviously, you know how I feel about Michael Buble. He's a, right. He's a source of, of problem for me. I don't like fraudulence in any way, <laughs> shape, or form. And I feel like, you know, the Christmas time, the holiday spirit feels more often than not fraudulent. And luckily, we don't have to encounter like the awkward family gatherings this year. But mm-hmm. in years prior, you know, that kind of reconciliation awkward, poly blend, sweater wearing, shit food eating, kind of family reunion, I don't really look forward to. And I don't like, I don't like the pressure of it being the most wonderful time of the year because it's just statistically not. And I don't know, it's just something about the forced, the forced joy that I, that I have a problem with. I don't like people telling me what to do. And if I want to lay in the fetal position and cry myself to sleep to a Nancy Myers movie while shoving goat cheese up my asshole, instead of like asking, you know, my eighth cousin how their, you know, beautician license is going, I, I would rather, <laughs> I would rather do my own thing. 100% agree with this. And my other sentiment is, my love language is not gifts. Like I'm just not great with gifts. And I think it's a little triggering for me because we have like extended family and they act, they're the most materialistic people I've ever fucking met in my life. And they have to have a gift. And I'm like, can you not just fucking buy it for yourself? Like, I, like yes. the fact that I've got, you're, you have the audacity to send me a fucking list. Suck my dick. I can't. Heather. No. Heather. It's so tacky. It's it so tacky. So tacky. I always say, you know, charity starts at home. So before you send me over a link to some AirPods that I need to buy for you. And by the way, I couldn't pick you out of a lineup of 10 people. If you were turned (laughs) around, I barely fucking know you. You're going to hit me up for some fucking AirPods. What am I going to get? Some of your fucking shitty essential oils? Like, no, that you're hawking. From your, yeah, your pyramid scheme. No, absolutely fucking not. It's bullshit. I had someone ask me last year for- yeah. They, they specifically said $100 gift card to Best Buy for people that I have met four times, maybe, through marriage, sending me a list. These are adults. And then they put a price number on it. And I'm like, you can go fuck yourself. I'm actually speechless. speechless. And it's very hard for me to be speechless. Yeah. If I got that from like a third cousin, I don't know what the fuck I would do. Like, we're Who adults. Does that? We're adults. Go buy it for yourself. It's the materialism around it. And maybe I'm a little triggered because growing up, like our, my entire family, we're not going with gifts. Yeah. And my dad, like we knew Santa was, I'm sorry, guys, if you have kids listening to this podcast, spoiler well, you should never kids listen, but spoiler alert, Santa's not real. But I remember like we learned at a very young age that Santa wasn't real. And it was my dad with literally on Christmas morning because my parents are just, we're not planners. We don't plan. We're very like spontaneous spur of the moment. And my dad would always just hand me like, cash or whatever and be like, go get yourself something at the mall tomorrow. You know, like I just, we weren't those kids who unwrapped all the gifts. Like my grandparents did that. But so, so it's always been a little bit of a letdown on, in my family. So when I think about like people like, what are you going to get for Christmas? I'm like, whatever the fuck I I can afford to buy myself because we're not gift givers. I'm the same. Yeah, I totally, totally agree. If I want something, I'm going to go buy it for myself. I want to go on a trip. I'm not going to like you yeah. know, buy my I'm not going to like buy my sister a new pair of fucking sneakers. That's weird. Like we're just going to. It's have, weird. It's weird. <laughs> it's awkward and uncomfortable. And like, I'm not going to participate in that. 
I you want to open gifts? I'm an adult. Now, if you want to send me things, I will accept them and thank you. But I don't send me a list. I'm not getting you anything. No. You know, and that's what it comes down to. A hundred thousand million percent. It's for the kids. Once you're 18, you're fucking, you're done. You're good. When you're 30, you're done. Don't send me a list. Don't do it. And that's the other thing. Our extended family, they like still are very traditional Christmas. And I'm like, I told Jeff, I was like, Jeff, when we have kids, it'll be totally different. It'll be a totally different situation Then you know, we travel for Christmas. I was like, but until we have kids, I'm not, no gift exchange. This is no, I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, no, no, no. You could do it for the children, but I'm not buying your fifth cousin, uh, you know, a, a PlayStation five. I'm not doing it. That's not happening. <laughs> So no fucking way. He's 30. He's 37 and he lives at home. Like, I'm not doing that. Yeah, no, now, I have no room to talk because I live at home, but still. It's different. You know? It's different. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's- yeah. The holidays are just triggering. And then everybody has like these big family gatherings. And I'm like, mm, most of mine's dead. You know? Same. Oh my God. I'm like, by the way, I'm like the Shiva queen of the West. I could give you... If you blindfolded me, okay, and dropped me at Mount Sinai, the Jewish cemetery yeah. in Burbank, I could I could give you a tour, okay? I could give you a tour, a walking tour, blind. Yeah. I know all the plots. You know I where know, everyone is. I know every hill. Mm-hmm. I know every, every plant. I know uh, uh, too much. Yeah. And I feel like this time of year, like I always try and be really transparent about like, okay, yeah, it just sucks. My dad died at Christmas, whatever. I'm bitter about it. Yeah, YOLO, live your life. But also then people will reach out to me and they'll say like, hey, you know, I've got a sick family member, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I'm not the person to talk to about this. I try and be encouraging. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, they're going to (laughs) die. You know what I mean? (laughs) I try and be like, I'll, I'll say your prayer, but like, give them a week, they're going to be dead, which is so fucked up. It's so fucked up. No, it's a defense mechanism and you're protecting yourself. And also like, it's not fair to ask you to be a pillar of strength for others when you're just trying to hold down the fort in your own damn home. Truly, truly. It's hard. People ask a lot. They expect a lot. I don't like teepee mentality. I like pillar mentality because pillars- If, if we look to all the great structures in the world, such as what is it the called? Coliseum. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yes, that one. The Roman Coliseum. The right. Coliseum. What's the one in Greece? Mount Olympus. The, the par- Parthenon. Nope. Parthenon. Anthenon. Parthenon. The White House. Doesn't that have some fucking pillars? We don't know. It does. Buckingham Palace. Buckingham Palace. Okay. These, these strong, yeah. strong symbolic structures. They have pillars that stand mm-hmm. alone to hold the foundation, to keep Ooh, it. I like this. I don't really know where I'm going with this, but just buckle up, okay? Mm-hmm. Teepees, teepees are a teepee-like structure, an A-frame, if you will, okay? Okay. You take one beam out, the thing the collapses. The whole thing collapses. Because everyone is relying on each other. Everyone's leaning on each other. Structure. Oh, wow. This, this is what I've been doing all week. <laughs> This is where okay. you asked me where I'm at emotionally. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is where we're at. Okay. Yeah. So with that A-frame mentality, the leaning, the leaning on each other, you know, one person is out and then the whole fucking thing collapses. So we should aspire to pillar mentality. Wow. That just spoke to me in, in a deep part of my soul. Yes. And like my lower intestine. Um <laughs> 
Can I tell you, this is going to sound so fucked up, but I, I've, oh God, I mean it from like the bottom of my heart. I think once you go through something a little traumatic, a little traumatic, a lot traumatic, whatever, but once you experience trauma, like whatever age, obviously it changes you for the rest of your life. You're just like, see things differently. You have a different point of view. Fuck yeah. My, my level of bullshit, my bullshit threshold for people this year, it, it really has like parted the Red Sea, if you will. A nice Moses reference. Thank you. The people who've experienced shit can handle COVID. The people who have never experienced shit are really showing themselves. Yes. Like I've started to hate some of my friends. Yes. I'm like, you're a fucking pussy. You're a baby back bitch. Yes. You don't know how to take action steps. You have no idea how to like just deal with things. Oh, like God. get up, move forward, wear your mask, live your life. We got to keep going. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you've been in the trenches as both of us have losing parents young, you know how to fucking buck rally. up and rally, yeah. you know, because you don't have the option of being in the in to between. Not. You got to <laughs> right. fucking, you know, you got to do the thing. And it's like you sink or you swim or you're just floating like a little fucking pussy. So yeah. we, we are equipped to Michael Phelps swim. And then you see some dumb fuck who like, yeah. you know, lost a cat when they were six, who's like in water wings, seven miles behind, <laughs> floating <laughs> in the shallow end, wallowing in their despair. And you're like, I'm sorry. Life's tough. Get a helmet. Buckle up. This is the tip of the iceberg. Stop being such a little fucking bitch ass. Life is a roller derby. You're going to have a 250 pound Russian woman body slam you with no shin guards on and you better be fucking prepared to hit the railing. You know what really pisses me off, Jackie? Oh my God. When people say, or they try to relate and they mean it in the nicest way, but I really just, I, I immediately, when this comes out of people's mouths, I immediately go, nope, we're done here. When they say like, I, I'm so sorry, I've never like lost a parent, but I was really close to my grandma. Like when they bring up the death of a grandparent, I'm like, it's the circle of motherfucking life. Yes. If she died over 70, good riddance to you. You're not getting <laughs> you know even I mean? a trickle, not even a mist in these eyeballs. I don't give a fuck. fuck no. Nobody cares. I love when people do that. Like, I never, like, I can't imagine what you're going through. But, like, when I, I was really close to my great uncle and, like, when he <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, okay, do you think that I give a fuck about your great uncle, Thomas, who, you, who yeah. you knew when you were three, who died, who had, like, you know, liver spots and was <laughs> a 106 years old? Oh, boo-hoo. Are you going to be Okay. Do you need a hug? Yeah. Call me when the IRS is at your front door because you don't know where your dad's money is. Do you know what I mean? Call me when yeah. they're like, yeah. do you have money hidden somewhere in a sand dune in the Turks and Caicos? And you're like, I hope we do because I don't know who's keeping the lights on this week. You know? Oh, my God. Give and by the way, fucking the fucking break. Jews, the turnaround for a funeral. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is three, it's going to be before sundown. Three days. The Jews, I mean, they fuck everything up. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, I'm trying to process my loss and I have to pick floral arrangements 24 hours after my mother has died I and, and, and figure out what I'm going to goddamn wear. I can't do this. It's the three-day turnaround. The Jews, come on. We got to rejig the format. We got kind of fucked because my dad died on the 23rd of December. So then we, we went over the holidays and then we buried him on... It was either New Year's Day or the day after, like oh, January 2nd. That is 
terrible. So it ruined two holidays. I had to work on a eulogy on like New Year's Eve and then Christmas was fucked. So I was like, you, you fucking slammed us twice, dad. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, like, that's fuck a you. twofer. That's a twofer. It's fucking rude. I'm still upset. Like we were just so shocked because he died so quickly. And then we didn't do like an after after the funeral because there was like 600 people at his service. So we didn't even have time also because it was the holidays. We didn't have enough time through the holidays to basically plan like an after party. My mom didn't want to host it. My mom was fucking devastated and nobody offered. Nobody was like, we're going to put this together. Let me take this off your plate. If you're listening right now and you have somebody who's just a friend, whose parent or someone in their immediate family, their core four dies, you know, their husband, their sister, their brother, whatever. Take this as a, take this as a note to go ahead and plan the after party for them. Do it because they can't wrap their head around. No, they are shells of humans. They are barely, barely breathing. They don't know what time it is. They don't know what day it is. They're suffering. Just, you know, take one for the team and get it. Don't get a deli platter, actually. There's nothing more disappointing than at a Shiva. You got a fucking pre-sliced cheese plate and everyone's like, ooh, rye bread or egg bread? I don't know. And I'm like, my mom's dead. I don't care. Enjoy your pastrami sandwich. She hated you. You know (laughs) Yeah. Like, like, get a nice, you know, make it, pony up get and it, get a Get nice it catered. Sweat. I don't care if we got to, sh- yeah, if you got to do a GoFundMe amongst like 12 of your friends, get it catered, a catered lunch and like do it nice because guess what? Sure. That's what we forgot about. My mom was like, what are we doing after the funeral? I'm like, oh my God, we didn't, pl- we just, we were just trying to get the guy in the fucking ground. Do you know what I mean? We were like, we, we just one yes. step at a time. Yeah. Yes, I do. I did a whole episode recently about my funeral plans because I thought I would just want to okay. immortalize myself. Have you ever, have you thought about uh, what you would like your celebration of life to look like? What are you wearing? What's the mood? What's the scent? What's the soundtrack? Who's performing? You had asked me to perform my song at your funeral yesterday. And yes. I, I would like to yes. do so. I really thrive on like island time. I thrive in the Turks and Caicos, like mm. just being, I'm a Pisces by the water. Cool. A couple requests. I will be in full animal print, probably obviously. in silk pajamas because that's where I thrive. Uh, obviously full beat face. I want eyelash extensions, like put me in the ground with the lashes on. I'd like a Calypso band with the steel drum to play at my funeral. Okay. And then are we thinking open casket for photo ops or? I originally said I wanted to be cremated or hate to ask a stereotype, but isn't it a Jewish thing where you do the natural burial and you don't embalm the body? Uh, I don't know, but there's no cremation because of the big H. Oh, right. Okay. okay. They don't like to burn. Yeah. Well, we had to cremate my dad because he was too fat for the casket. So that was like a lot of real estate. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, literally it was because I know I'll look good no matter what happens to me. Like, even if it's a horrific car crash, like, I know I'll still be fucking smoking. So, yeah, I think I want open casket, calypso band, steel drum. I want you to feel like you're kind of on, like, a high-end celebrity cruise. You Ooh, know? Maybe, like, Goombay smashes. Yes. Ooh, yes. With, like, an uh, orchid, uh, a fresh orchid garnish. Yep. And then I want seafood towers everywhere. I want oh. crab claws. You know what I mean? Fried oysters, a shrimp cocktail, for sure. Now, How about we, yourself? Oh, I'm... I'm going for like more of a steamy, sticky, like Britney annex tour vibe. <laughs> oh, I'm here for it. Low lighting. I would also do an open casket if I could arrange like a really good weave and a really beautiful mm-hmm. a glow if they could handle my rosacea flare up. And then I'm thinking like I'm going leather bike short, jewel encrusted area NYC, one of my favorite brands, like lots of bedazzled, uh, you know, yeah. like a cool shirt, Amino Muwadi sandals, not to be too specific. Ooh. Haven't been able to wear them yet. 
just like really trying to get a write off. I would like everyone to be like, I'm going for a somber, but like sticky vibe. Like sexy, lots of candlelight, you know, ambient music. I want to get a lot of performances, like montages Mm -hmm. of just like beautiful photos of me. I want everyone to be like in black veils and leather and, and PVC and patent. And I want my paw bearers to be in like latex speedos with harnesses, like dog leashes. And like, I want people crawling. I want people crying. I want people drinking martinis at 9 a.m. I'm thinking like really obscure appetizers, you know, with like a pistachio foam. Like I want it to be dramatic and like somber, but like sexy Uh and sticky and vibey. So basically you just described a nightclub in Berlin. (laughs) Yes, that's exactly like an underground nightclub. uh Like if people are into the idea of doing experimental drug use for the first time and only time, like I would like that to be the vibe disco balls, raw beef. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, raw beef. Like a just carpaccio everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. Like I want it to be like so overindulgent and like really heighten uh all of your senses and make you question everything you ever knew. And I want you to leave my funeral kind of being like she was the worst because it's so over the top. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is obnoxious. Who does this bitch think she is that she needs a Calypso band and, you know, just an ice luge on the way out the door? Like you like it, but you're also like, this was over the top. This was too much. I see like men in like grass skirts, like ascending your body into the into yes. the Bahama water and like yes. dripping in petals, like just like mm-hmm. wreaths and garlands of fresh white orchids dripping <laughs> all over you in your leopard pajama set and you're just cascading into the water and they're just like circling you around. And they're just playing red, red wine. (laughs) (laughs) And my my mom is, of course, like 110 and still thriving and she's just blackout drunk on rum punch. Yes. You know? Yes. Yes. uh, Whipping back oyster shooters. I love that. I actually just redid my will because Jeff and I are getting married. And I literally asked my sister, I was like, can I put that in? She's like, no, Heather, that doesn't go into your will. Like your funeral arrangements are not. Really? That you can. Yeah. She said like, you can just make like an addendum and like that can be your thing that you give to your family. But it's not like a legal binding contract that like I have to make sure there's a steel drum at your funeral. (laughs) Well, by the way, this will work. Like now you have verbal wishes. Evidence. This is evidence. Okay. And I, you know, if you go before me, I would personally like to offer my services to execute the the funeral of your dreams. Right back at you. Thank you. Right back at you. Make sure everyone's well oiled. Okay. Yes. Oh, well oiled, spray tanned, like ready to fucking go. Body shimmer, but like sticky. Like I want, everything needs to be really lubricated. Just like a lot of Glossier products. (laughs) Yes. Like I want everyone, like everything needs to be dripping and oily. Like a brow shimmer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, wet. See, this is what we just did. We just (laughs) literally started talking about the trauma and then we pushed through it and made it about ourselves. And that's how we cope. And that's why we're better, stronger people. I don't even know how we got here, but I'm so glad that we're here together. I'm so glad that we're here together. Listen, I love and adore you. Is there anything you want to leave the audience with? And maybe a ray of positivity, a ray of hope for the new year. And absolutely, yes. Like what's on your vision board for 2021? Oh, my! I was going to read one of my one of my poems from my Helen Keller, The World I Live In in Optimism, which I have. Oh, please. I'll, I'll, I love I'll that. give you a poem and then I'll give you a personal. I just opened it and this is what we're at. <laughs> we don't know. I leaned against... <laughs> 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 Why do I have this book? 
I lean against it's necessary. thy strength. It, it is necessary. I am comforted. Oh, fathomless, soothing night. Thou art a balm to my restless spirit. I nestle gratefully in thy bosom. Dark, gracious mother, like a dove, I rest in thy bosom. And that's on God. By Helen Keller. <laughs> I'll leave you with ahead that. Of her time. <laughs> I love that. Well, I love you. I love You're you so much. You're everything to me. I'll be thinking of you around Hanukkah. Do you celebrate Christmas too? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I, I, I hit them that. all. Yeah, you should. Why not? Why the fuck Why would not? you not? No. Why the fuck not? I won't send you a gift because that's just you being greedy, but I love you. And thanks for being here. Oh, thanks for having me. Love you so much. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.